all of us can go and select a tenant based on gut feel, but really to determine if an applicant is a match and will meet your criteria, you need to put them through a screening process. Hello, property management brainstormers. It's Bob Preston here, your host, and welcome to 5-Minute Friday. FMF is a mini podcast series where I offer my best tips and advice regarding questions I frequently get from property managers, real estate investors, and landlords. I do this every Friday in five minutes or less. So if you're new here, consider subscribing to get all my quick advice and updates. And let's get started with today's FMF. What's going on, y'all? It's Bob Preston with another FMF. We're going to jump right into this Fast and Furious Friday because we only have five minutes. So today's episode is going to be dedicated to screening prospective tenants. So at this point, you've shown the property, you've collected applicants through an application process, and you have selected a tenant that you think is going to be great, but you still need to put them through some sort of a screening process. So when screening tenants for your rental property, I always think it's very important to have a published set of criteria that you're going to use in selecting that tenant and stick with it. This will assure that the prospective tenant applications are evaluated consistently within these guidelines when compared to other applicants, which is a really important factor when it comes to fair housing laws. So all of us can go and select a tenant based on gut feel, but really to determine if an applicant is a match and will meet your criteria, you need to put them through a screening process. It's important to have a plan and how you will go about doing that. At North County Property Group, we publish our rental criteria online. Make sure all applicants are aware before they apply. We refer them to this link. And for your reference, our rental application criteria can be found here at this link to our company website, www.ncpropertygroup.com forward slash rental dash criteria. I'll provide the link in our FMF episode notes so you can check it out if you want to see how we do it. In that criteria list, I recommend placing a fair housing statement front and central at the top of your application criteria. I will publish ours in our episode notes for this five-minute Friday so you have a point of reference. Some other things you want to consider and think about before you set your criteria. Here is a list. What kind of income requirements will you require in order to qualify it? An industry standard is typically in the range of 2.5 to 3 times the rental rate. So if the rent is 1500 the applicant would need gross income of 4500 if it's three times just to qualify. And then what proof of income will you require? Two most recent pay stubs is the industry standard, but what if the person has a brand new job? They have a, maybe an offer letter, but they don't have a paycheck yet. Or what if that applicant is self-employed and only has tax returns or is retired and drawing on retirement savings? These are all cases you want to anticipate in advance before you're faced with the uncertainty of whether you would want to even consider this applicant. Your criteria should also state the minimum credit score that will qualify. We set ours at 650, which typically means there are no major red flags or blemishes on the credit report, but perhaps they've had some previous late payments or minor items in collections. By the way, the most common items we see that go to collections are small medical bills, utility bills, or cell phone bills. You know, those organizations are typically sometimes really challenging to get things straight with, and sometimes those wind up in collections, or, you know, in some cases, the prospective tenant may not even know they're a hit to their credit report. But I tend to weigh late payments on revolving credit lines as a much more flagrant red flag than minor items in collections like the ones that I mentioned. And then still further, what if the person has had a previous eviction? 
or a bankruptcy, or has a negative landlord reference. What about pets? Will you allow them, or are there pet restrictions? All these things need to be decided in advance and spelled out clearly in your rental criteria, so there are no misunderstandings with people who view the property and then might decide to apply. Again, take a look at ours as a point of reference and make sure you've got everything covered in yours before you put your house on the market and start talking to prospective tenants. You'll also need a process for a tenant to complete a rental application, either by filling out a paper form that you give them or providing for an online application. We utilize an online application. We think it's fantastic. It's a process where the tenant can go directly to a link. It's right from our property listing page, so they can just find the property that they're interested in and apply right there. We then have an automated connection to the credit bureaus, for which we can screen for the applicant's credit history criminal background, and eviction history. This is a fantastic process that we use with every single tenant. Standard, same way, every single time, and we use the same criteria. Checking with previous landlords for rental references is another critical step in the process that helps flush out people who might not be telling the whole truth about their rental background, and you know, also verifying employment and cash reserves. We then work with our property owners to review the applicants, the results of the screening, and select the most qualified tenant or the most qualified applicant. From there, once an applicant is selected, it's on to the lease stage and getting that signed. That's it for today. We'll cover leasing in a future FMF. TGIF, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Thank you for joining 5-Minute Friday. Catch you next week.